Welcome to Art Ladders, The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. This podcast is focused on interviews, features, and stories about art. It's for artists and art lovers. I'm Val. I'm the abstract artist in the group, joined by Armin, the realist. everyone and welcome to episode 45. This is Val and my voice is back after a bout of laryngitis. <laughs> Lucky Armin. I was going to say <laughs> I didn't hear you for two days. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do a recording when you're she <laughs> no voice. She had a little bit of a voice. She sounded a little bit like Lucille Ball. <laughs> Great. I, yeah. I love Lucille Ball. I have I like Lucy too. <laughs> we love Lucy. And uh, I'm I'm Fred, the <laughs> grouchy older guy. So if here is how I survived all this. I drank a lot of wonderful honey from Hillsborough, Ohio, mixed with tea or hot water and lemon. And, and gin. Yeah, oh, no, no, no the gin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a topic today that we're gonna between the two of us yeah we're coming to you a little later because of the laryngitis we had some computer issues that we dealt with all week mm-hmm. so uh we had a rough week with all that kind of stuff but now we're back to to normal whatever normal is yes and our topics today uh kind of revolves around an opportunity that's come up for both armin and myself and uh, we'll talk more about that at the end of this uh, podcast, but we're going to have a conversation about mentors. And Armin, have you had mentors, art mentors in your life? Yes, I have had art mentors in my life. Uh, most of the time they started off as teachers and uh, became mentors. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the biggest mentor in my life was my father. Right. Because he talked about art as not just being, I'm going to teach you how to draw and paint. But uh, he wanted to teach me how to be passionate and become an artist. And so that was my first mentor Mm -hmm. like that. What do you consider qualifications or what is a mentor bottom line? An art mentor. What is that? Who is that? Well, I think an art mentor helps you along in the field of art. It's less so about teaching you how to draw a tree or something like that, although that can be involved in it. It's about mentoring the person to keep keep the passion going, uh, you know, um, keep thinking about the goals keep thinking about what's next and and helping them out of you know those those places we all get a little bit when we're dark we don't think we we are good we have the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and i think a mentor just speaks to that person picks them up within the sense of art yes i uh for me what is a mentor you know, when I'm in the business world a lot, you know, I had lots of different business type jobs in the art world. And I would choose, I called them mentors from afar. 
Okay. So they knew me. I was kind of in their orbit, but I was mainly observing them and seeing how they were reacting to different situations. Um, I would, I would feel free to ask them questions. I might model myself after what they were doing. For example, uh, now as mentors, I may find an artist whose aesthetic is very much like mine. And even though I may not personally know that artist, I'm aware of them. They may be aware of me on Instagram, but I will kind of sift through their resumes and CVs and model my entries and model my gallery representation if their art is similar to mine with those types of mentors. Now, through my life, I've had several different mentors that have come in and out of my life. And I'm going to break it down into like almost the high school level, the emerging artist level, mid-career artists, and then established artists like we are now. But in high school, my mentor and all you folks down in Southern Ohio will know this, this lady, if you're in my age bracket, Mrs. Morris at Hillsborough High School. And she was a mentor. She talked the talk. She walked the walk. And every day in that art department at the high school level, her students, including myself, were deeply involved with not only art making, but art inspiration, talking about art and art history. Mm -hmm. In your high school, early college days, did you have someone like that? I had a good, I had a Walt Nagel as a teacher of mine in, uh, in high school, but I would have never considered him a mentor per se. I was part of classes and he taught me what I needed to know. He graded me and, and whatever like that, but we never had any deep conversation about me becoming an artist or what I wanted to do. Uh, as I said, my dad was always a mentor and he was running. It wasn't until college till, uh, I had Larry Butcher mm-hmm. and at first he was a teacher like that, but the more I got to know him, he became a mentor. He saw the possibilities uh, of of me being a professional artist and he gave me the goods and bads and don't, don't fall in this and, but do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he started taking me as a person. He started yeah. knowing me as a person and guide me through those those things. I know that he pushed me to enter shows. Right. Right. And he said, this is the only way to do it. And the first two or three, I didn't get in. And, you know, I, I thought it was Larry's fault because, <laughs> but no, it's, no. It, you know, it took a while That's to be good and, and to be different and to have a language. And he was very much on that. You have to have your own language, mm-hmm. you know? So it, there's a different, yes, he was a good teacher. But uh, I think his mentorship and talking about what it what does it take to become an artist was more important than him saying, well, you should use cross hatching over here. That's exactly right. I'm thinking back to even the high school level, Mrs. Morris again. Yes, she was an art teacher, but more important to me, she is the person that would say to me, Val, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Very philosophical type mm-hmm. attitude statements, she would say. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it wasn't about, you know, this composition would be better. Right. Even though she taught that, it, were, it was the takeaways of these deep uh, 
inspiring messages that she would push me forward, Mm -hmm. you know, push me forward to say, you can do whatever you want. That, that is a a true mentor in my, in my Mm -hmm. case. Now in the night, right before I moved to Midland, which was about 20 years ago, and I was probably considering myself more of an emerging, almost mid-career artist. Um, I was making some dramatic changes in my life. I was going through a divorce. I was moving from the town I had lived in for 20 years, a huge community involvement with that town. And I had taken a trip to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And while I was there, it was the trend at that time, early 2000s, that people were going into life coaching and uh, Mm -hmm. art coaches. And I read an article in one of the uh, Santa Fe newspapers talking about art coaches. Mm -hmm. So when I returned, I thought, while I'm going through all this turmoil, wouldn't it be nice if I had someone who could guide me now help me navigate into this new community, establish myself as an artist in a new community, and just be a sounding board for mm-hmm. all of these things. So I did connect with Gillen Mahler. Um, she is um, an artist in Asheville, North Carolina now. She lived in France at the time, I believe. No, she was living in Santa Fe. She is French. And she became, we call it art coach. I call it a mentor. Right. And her takeaway to me was to to let things come to me effortlessly and without uh, uh, just very flow oriented, very peaceful, effortless. If it's going to happen, it's going to be a smooth transition. Yeah. Kind of natural. Don't natural. Don't push it. Don't force it. Don't agonize over it. And she also led me in the direction of that morning pages I talk a lot about here. She introduced me to that, Julia Cameron's book. So, oh boy, I had such good feedback from Gillen. And I would check off my my goals. You Mm -hmm. know, I felt so good. And when I'm not with that uh, idea of everything flowing smoothly, I tend to get very bogged down. So her words, Mm -hmm. even to this day, which is now 20 years later, um, almost 24 years later, they really resonate with me still. And, you know, that was, I was paying for that service. It was, it was a legitimate exchange there, Sure, of course. but it was so helpful for me, you know, any type of uh, counseling like that is Mm -hmm. helpful. Definitely. As an artist, do you think a mentor should only coach you on that part of you, you being an artist, or should they, she didn't mentor you through other parts that might affect your art, but is not necessarily part of the art? Right. That's a very good question because yes, art was our major focus, but in order to be a successful artist and a meaningful artist, you need to have all your ducks in a row, ducks and eggs in a row, ducks in a row. I get my cliches yeah, always. I think ducks in always a row. mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> I think two birds. Okay. Anyway, anyway, yes, we talked about everything, mm. everything, and set small markers for each step of the way. It, right. it, it was a good feeling to have someone like that 
in my, on my team. All right. Definitely All right. good. Yeah. So what is the difference between a mentor and a teacher? I think it's subtle, but I think there's part of it that's great. You know, when I'm a drawing teacher, I teach people about composition. I teach people about different types of drawing, cross-hatching, shading. By the way, 90% of the way I draw, I've taught myself. And I think that any artist at some point, they they have the foundations from different people and uh, they build a house on that foundation. And later on, when the, you got a beautiful house there, they don't ask you about the foundation anymore. Right. You become the, your own teacher. So uh, yes. that doesn't mean I want to scare away any of my students, but, you know, that's the way it is. So I have an example of a good mentor th that really worked for me. And it wasn't about teaching art. It was about discussing art. Mm -hmm. And we go back to our old friend, Todd Burroughs. Um, you know, when I met him, uh, we became friends and we talked about art all the time. And he was, a um, a friend is a friend. Uh, but we, he was also a mentor in a sense as how he dealt with people and things like that mm -hmm. really helped me out. I mean, there was a lot of different things that I knew that I mentored him with and vice versa. And at that point, it became a friendship. You know, when you're talking about mentors out there getting mentors, you know, the friendship part of it doesn't usually enter into it. You become a mentor. And the teacher, the teacher thing is different. You're teaching people this and this and that. I, I had just got done with a class today that I've had for three years. It's been a Zoom class. And we talked about this subject and we all concluded that now I'm their mentors. We still talk about drawing, but in a three hour class, we've talked about drawing probably only half of it. Right. We talk about getting into shows, uh, winning shows and, you know, artist statements and what should I do to do this and what do it. So it's a very personal way of teaching that teaching is not. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's, Good, good uh, comparison of mentorship with teaching and learning from a teacher. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, as far as the advice coming back from these uh, classes with your three hour group, I'm sure that you're picking up on their moods that they arrive with every every sure. week. And well, it's it's every, it's an every week class, and and you know everybody what their what their abilities are, which you want to push higher. You know, the better they get, the more questions you ask them, and, and mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, but you also might be talking somebody might have COVID, and, right. and so you get into that conversation with everybody. Oh, I got COVID then. I haven't had COVID, and whatever. Or or other things that happens in their life, you know, they all have grown children. They might be getting into some problems, and we talk about that as a group. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe goes even over mentorship. It's kind of a, a group of friends, really. Yes. But uh, both teaching and mentorship certainly are um, part of that group. Mm -hmm. And I find it amazing. When those types of conversations that aren't so art related, but you're with your your group, your tribe, let's say, and things will pop up in your 
mind that will lead to an art uh, piece, an art painting, an inspiration, an idea, uh, something to collaborate on. Because these conversations that we have that change every week or so are very important. It's good to know what's going on in the other person's life, don't you think? Oh, definitely. I mean, you 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 care about these th- things, and mm-hmm. you know, I always think it's really important in a class, a live class, to be able to bullshit. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I mean that that's true. You need to be able to, 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 to go to yeah. something else, talk about something else, and you want know, to teach a live class. We talk about. 45 minutes to an hour is about their projects. They sit down and they draw and they bullshit. And I sit up and draw and do the same. Uh, and you also have to have a good sense of humor. You can't right. step as a board. And the teacher can't take themselves too seriously either. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, I see so many teachers sometimes uh, that just try to prove how good they are That's instead cool. of trying to prove that you can be as good as that, even better, but don't try to, you know, see, I want to be like Valerie Allen or Armin Mersman kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but you're, but you're, you know, you think you can be mentored by them. And and, and that's a different feeling, Mm -hmm. different feeling. We just watched a TV show this week on the artist, Sheely. Sheely. Yeah. I got Sheely. Uh huh. And uh, his mentor was Klimt, Gustav Klimt. Mm -hmm. And it was very fascinating to watch that show, knowing that we were going to have this as our topic. Um, Because in my mind, and how do you pronounce Schiele? Because you're from Germany. He is Austrian, but. Yes, Schiele. Schiele. Schiele, I feel in a way surpassed with his art, surpassed Klimt. For me, emotionally, let's put it that way. Uh, well, you know, Sheila was very much, and he 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 became well known between the time he was seventeen and nineteen. Yes, very young, right? And he was really pushing the envelope. Uh, some of those things were right in your face. They were very sexual. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, uh, hard to look at at the time. Mm-hmm. And this is early on. And Clint did things that were. Fantastical, uh, lumin- a lot of lum- luminosity. Yeah, uh, there was kind of a hopeful feeling to it, and Sheila not so much. That's true. That is. Uh, true. So the, even though they were friends and and mentors, they moved in different directions mm-hmm. very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sheila unfortunately died very early at 28 years old from the Spanish flu. Yes, and he was starting to change his style. In my opinion, it wasn't as interesting as his early work, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah, I think I think Clint was a mentor to him because Clint didn't teach him how to paint. No, Clint taught him how to to be an artist and to 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 think like an artist. But I also think Sheila looked at Clint say, "Well, I." You know, I really understand what he's saying. I, I love his work, but it's not me. Mm-hmm. I got to go in a completely different direction mm-hmm. to the point of where he discovered, you know, a new art form in a way. And yes, that expressive. Yeah. And after we watched the program, I started saying, oh, you know, um, maybe Robert Rauschenberg is my mentor. And we... We analyzed that for a while and realized, no, Robert Rauschenberg is an influence. Mm -hmm. 
his work influences me mm-hmm. because I did not personally know Robert Rauschenberg, okay. even though I would love to. But in that relationship of Sheila and uh, Clint, they they were working. They knew each other. That was a personal relationship where they interacted with live conversations. So that is a mentor versus an influence. Yeah, I mean, my first influence, really heavy duty as as an art form, as that you can say something with your art, was the Beatles. Okay. They're, they're an influencer. Uh-huh. They certainly were mentors because you got to know somebody to be a mentor. I just we got done reading the book uh, with Rick Rubin and it influenced me, but he's not my mentor. Right. Because he has to know about as much about me as I know about him to be a good mentor. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that. If you felt that a could a book be a mentor? Well, obviously there's gray areas and all of this stuff, but I don't think so. I think a no. book can be a good influencer. Yes. You can live your whole life by that particular book. But that person doesn't know you. So how could that person be your mentor? Okay. So an author of a book, you know, and this could come about in this day and age easier than you think. Um, Let's say an author of the book that really influences you. You can message them. Again, I'm going to go back to crazy Instagram, Facebook, emails. And the authors are very, can be very approachable. I have messaged different authors before. And even though it's not a uh, really, really close and in-person type relationship, but you do get that little feeling of mentorship from those, from those people. Yeah. I'm thinking Julia Cameron in particular. Right. With the artist way. Right. Mm-hmm. But for in order her to be a mentor to you, mm-hmm. she has to know, know you personally and understand what you, mm-hmm. Val Allen's trying to do. Now, I, I had I read a book when I was well, 22 years old called The Artist by Richard um, Norman Garbo. Uh-huh. And uh, that book was a huge influencer. It, it changed my life as an artist, The Artist by Norman Garbo. So 30 years after I read that book or more, I actually got a hold of Norman Garbo. And... Uh, at that point, you know, he was already getting on in age. And uh, I remember getting on the on the phone with this lady and I said, can I talk to Norman? Norman, there's somebody <laughs> wants to talk to you. And he gets on there and I said, listen, I just, I want to tell you how you've influenced my life with the book. Of Ars. Oh, well, that's very kind. Thank you so much, you know. And, uh, and you know, uh, he was very appreciative. He did three three portraits of the presidents that are hanging in Washington. Oh. So he was a writer and a very well-known artist. And he's still alive. He's 108 years old oh or something like that. Oh, my gosh. You know? That is amazing. I'm going to call him again. This yes, time I know one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's an um, Okay. So, but, so yeah. by the influencer, I mean, he was an influencer, but he did not become my mentor just because I had a five-minute conversation yeah. with him. Right, right. It, it takes more. And the mentor needs to curate information for you once they know you. They can't, it's not this generalized, it's very specific mm-hmm. how a mentor reacts and, and responds with you. It's customized, mm-hmm. sure. really. It's a customer service and not a service, it's a relationship. So, um, and that <laughs> you're talking about 108 years old and this and that. 
does a mentor need to be in the same generation as you? Can they be younger? Can they be older? And of course, I know the answer to this. Um, well, you know, Todd's younger. He's he is you younger. Know, he is eighteen years younger than I am, mm-hmm. and he's still a mentor. And I know I'm his mentor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think most of the time, your mentor is a little is going to be a little older to you because they've lived a long longer mm-hmm. time and they have this information. Um, sometimes younger people think they know a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. which uh, they all find out in years they probably thought wrong. Well, I have a different take on that. I mean, yes, I agree that mentors definitely can be older than you, but I also truly believe they can be younger. And I've had um, mentors that are younger than me. I don't know if they if they know that I've regarded them as a mentor before, but I especially uh, on social media and things like that, I will study the way they handle themselves on social media and then keep up with the trends that way. So it's very helpful information for me. So, yeah. But, I, that, uh, but, but that changes, you know, in our yeah. age right now, we don't know many people older. Than That's true. You know, I guess they are gonna be <laughs> so, so the most of them are going to be younger. Which we do. We do have, 100%. you know, older, you know, friends and yes. mentors, obviously. But, <laughs> you know, the older you get, the less you find of those. And yes, you can you can be, you know, 50 years old and have a 30 year old mentor that's really studied in that. You know, a lot of people start art when they're in their 40s. They don't all start in their 20s and are are savants and all this kind of stuff. You know, (laughs) Uh, you know, people live a life, they make a living and they raise children and then they want to be an artist. So their mentors tend to be younger, Mm -hmm. you know. So multi-generational. I love that. Give me a few years and Methuselah will be my mentor. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you know, community. Can Can a community be a mentor? Can that be the beacon? I think so. I mean, I think that's what happens when you have a long class like I had today. That community of students that have been with me, those six students, uh, are each other's mentors. And and then I'm their mentor and they're they're my mentor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm open. I'm always open to learn because if you stop, if you stop being open to learn, you're not going to be a good teacher. Right. And right. I, I think you should take that board and throw no, it. No, I know. I've got a crazy. Uh, she has a she has a note board and it's just <laughs> traveling all over the place. All you whiteboard people will appreciate this mm-hmm. big time. Boy. You know, when we do these podcasts, we we do plan just a little bit, but most of it is off the cuff when you right. say so. But uh, in the community part of mentorship, I believe is very, very important. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a network. And yes, we can mentor each other yeah. very much so. But then are, are you are you the kind of person that feels comfortable in a group? Not all people do. That's right. You'll find your style. You'll find your style. Uh, I, I, I tend to not to be comfortable in, in large groups mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I am. Um, I'm excited to talk about where this is going as far as this particular podcast, because I had never considered um, being a mentor for folks, but Armin and I were recently uh, selected to be part of a online global community of mentors. 
which is super exciting. And uh, you'll be hearing more about this online and on Instagram. It's an up and coming uh, company that developed during the COVID time period uh, for artists. It is called Mastrius and it is a Canadian company. Can you spell that? Yes. M-A-S-T-R-I-U-S dot com. And we start with them in May. And it's just been a wonderful process to get to know their way of presenting mentors for students out in the world. Mm -hmm. And what we'll be doing is we will be doing monthly meetings with a group of only eight people um, starting May 3rd. It's a Tuesday. And Armin will have his group of eight. I'll have my group of eight. And there's many, many other mentors out there that you can choose from. But their whole philosophy is building the community, building the uh, tools that you need to have curated content, customized content for your needs as an artist. This is much more than a drawing class, much more than a painting class. This is more the philosophical end of art yes. in my mind. I agree. Uh, that's how I see this. This is the the um, knowledge that you need to keep yourself motivated to enter the shows, to share celebrations, to have these eight people plus a mentor. So a total of nine and a navigator help you through the month. So not only is there the monthly meeting with the mentor, you also have a group meeting with your navigator where you bring up things that you want to hear about, things that you want to know, and then that's brought back to the mentor. So it's carefully curated for you. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's so fun to have a project like this in our back pocket to work on. Mm -hmm. And we're so honored that we were selected for this. I think it's very exciting. I think taking uh, the knowledge, I'm talking for myself, taking my knowledge and spreading out spreading it out there in more of a practical way about living as an artist. Yes. A lot, they'll, they're going to choose you too, because of the kind of work you do. They, right. they because when they, when you go on, on Mastrius and you go to Valerie Allen, you go to Armin Mersman, you'll see what our specialty is. Mm -hmm. Val's abstraction and my mostly tree, very realistic tree drawings on there. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to talk about how to draw trees all the time. No. This means what is the process to getting where you want to go mm -hmm. with whatever you want to do? Mm -hmm. you, mu you must have liked my work. You chose me or uh, or my reputation or whatever you <laughs> chose, uh, you know. And I think one of the big pluses of the way they have organized this particular online space is not only the meetings, but they have a collection of uh, live events that they do throughout the month. So then as part of that men uh, mentor group, you can participate in those live events from lots of different artists mm -hmm. and lots of different attitudes and ideas. Check out that website and just kind of cruise around and look around it. it, it oh, it, yeah, it's, got, it's well it's done. It's got an interesting, you know, very good artists. These are, these are, you know, important artists worldwide, really, it's, yes. uh, doing different kinds of things all the way from, as I said, abstraction to realism to, you know, painting and oils to 
to working in charcoal and, and, and they're growing all the time. What, what impressed me after we discussed with them and, and we were selected then was the part where they said, this is a non-competitive artist atmosphere. And it truly is all of the artists, no matter what level the, the you know, the true masters, uh, you know, to the students, it's non-competitive. They're sharing ideas. Right. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. So yeah, go to, go to that website and check that out. Um, and of course, we're still going to be doing our in-person events along with this. So well, I don't think this is going to, uh, this is just something else we find that's interesting to help us put the word out there about art and teaching our right. art. Uh, this is nothing that takes the place of something. No, this doesn't take the place. We'll, we'll continue our online classes and our in-person workshops and all of the fun stuff that we do. And uh, but it's another another way you can reach us right. and, and be with us. Right. So I mean, think about that. You have the you have the possibility to take to be a mentor of a hundred different artists in there. You do mm -hmm. it for a while for this artist and that artist. And some people stay with the same person because they like the interaction. And then there's no right or wrong to that either. And it's affordable too, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think it's a, it's a great new thing coming out. And I think they're doing a fantastic job at it. And we're, we're excited to be part of that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to put more information on Facebook Oh yeah, uh, well, you'll in see the coming days uh, about that. Mm -hmm. So the rest of our week, we're going to be getting ready for a, a little presentation over in Mount Pleasant. That is a uh, kind of a private dinner affair. That's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's all these crazy events and things that we uh, that we do that help build our identity or keep our identity strong as artists. Right. Uh, we'll be helping jury the Midland uh, Center for the Arts Art Fair this summer. We're mm -hmm. going to be thrilled to do that. We'll do that uh, in person on June 3rd during the event. So you'll see us out there networking and talking to artists. Right. Lots of fun things coming up. Yeah. Think of and I'll, be, I'll be teaching. Uh, I should probably get this in order, but I'll be teaching a bunch of workshops this summer. Mm hmm Yes. A uh, new class called Drawing in Detail, which is a three-day class. Mm -hmm. uh, no, mm -hmm. But next week, I'll let you know where I'll be teaching that. I'm going to be uh, teaching the the art of contour drawing and uh, iPhone classes live and, um, you know, still just, my classes that I do. Right. I just keep, keep on going with that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So. Started a new drawing, finished one that took me forever to draw. I love it. It's on, uh, uh, you know, it's on uh, Facebook right now. Um, and uh, what's I'm the at, title of that drawing? Um, I forgot. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> that happens. That's right. Thanks for putting <laughs> me on the spot. Well, thinking. No, sorry. I should know this, but I, I. Uh, it's hard enough for me to come up with a title, let alone remember yours, Arvid. <laughs> I, I, I'm old. It's, it's a good title, believe me. It's, it's a really the, cool title. Something about the V. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's one of my first pieces that I've actually designed it with iPhonography. Uh, it's very abstract. And, right. I, and I designed it for a drawing, and then I completely changed it while I was drawing. Um, 
So um, I was on a very smooth paper and it took me over 300 hours to draw oh, this yeah. because it was on such smooth paper. On vellum? Vellum, yeah. Oh, that is smooth. Yeah. Um, well, now you'll have to give a little top 10 tips for drawing on vellum. Don't do it. <laughs> never drawn it. Never drawn vellum. Oh. <laughs> so now I started a, a big 30 by 30 tree drawing. I'm ready for that again. I feel fresh to that again. Uh -huh. And um, I'm using uh, uh, Arches Hot Press that's mounted uh, from uh, uh, Artboard out of New York. Mm -hmm. Great substrate. That's what I've done all my big ones on. So, you know, there was a time when I did so many tree drawings, I said, I'm never going to do this again. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, after you spent just, you know, a thousand hours on something. But now I'm really excited about starting that again. And I'm also going to be doing some oil painting this uh, coming up, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe some, you know, carved marble. You are ambitious. Yeah. You are no, I'm not doing the card. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, you never know. And I'm I'm working on uh, a painting right now that uh, my underpainting, of course, is red. You know, pyro red's my favorite mm -hmm. color. But the next layer is a simulated kind of a, a gold leaf look. So I'm kind of cross hatching and glazing on top of the red with iridescent gold acrylic. Right. And that's turning out really fun. So I'll be it's basically like working on a ground of gold leaf only it's, it's simulated it's an effect effect that i can get with acrylic paint so anxious to continue that and get back to the studio and i want to give a shout out now to golden apple studio and residency i'll be heading there in july again and looking forward to two weeks of creating art on the rugged coast of maine can't wait to to get back out there in in uh, july so um I wanted to let you know that I've been in touch with Shelley Stevens, the director, and their spots for 2024 are now very limited. You know, 2024 seems like a long way away, but believe it or not, it is filling up very limited space left. So if you are thinking about applying and give them time to go through the selection process, I would recommend that you do that right away. Yes, it's, that'll fill up pretty quick. That will go fast. So it's, of course, very worthwhile. My own residency last year, I'm going to give you a couple of things. Number one, I completed new work that is serving me well now as I enter into galleries for this new gallery season coming up. I wouldn't have had that work if right. I hadn't been there. Number two, I forged new relationships with the artist community in down East Maine. And that is valuable. You never know. We might move to Maine someday. Who knows? But it's those networking opportunities are great. And number three, I came back home just really refreshed, energized, a few pounds heavier, but who's counting? Because <laughs> the food is so darn good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to worry about that. So anyway, if you are looking for a wonderful opportunity out there in Maine, just uh, well, it, it's it's up. an amazing place. Mm -hmm. uh, the other artists that we were there with were amazing people to talk to and had great art. And of course, uh, you know, and Golden Apple was just uh, just amazing to uh, be at mm -hmm. too. So for more details. Just email Shelly Stevens at goldenapplestudio.com. Okay, so let me give you this correct email address. It's S-N-S-T-E-V-E-N-S -E -E 
at goldenapplestudio.com. S-N-T-E-V-N-S at goldenapplestudio.com. There, I got that email. Fantastic. <laughs> Yay. Well, next uh, time we're with, uh, closing thoughts on me? Yeah, it's, the, the drawing is called The Sacred V. Oh, you remember. I, I had to look that up. The, C, oh, the Sacred V. Glad you looked that up. Then yeah. uh, next time we're going to be interviewing an artist. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, but we've sure enjoyed this impromptu talk with you now that my voice is back. Now your voice Radio is back. back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, We'll see you soon again. Yes. Uh, who are we interviewing? Do you? We're going to be interviewing Beverly Todd from Santa Fe Artist Getaways. Okay. So the Santa that, that Fe sounds, theme. That sounds Very exciting. Very fun. Yeah. Okay, folks. Have a great art making week. And remember, if you like this podcast, just tell, tell a friend about it. That's how these podcasts get out. And We've done really well. We've—I uh, don't even remember what name, what 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 number we're on. Do you? Forty-five. Forty-five. <laughs> so uh, we've got and a lot of people like to go back and enjoy this. So uh, please support us and listen to it yourself, and then and you know find Pass a find a friend and each send us a thousand dollars. No, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find our past and future episodes at anchor.fm, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page, Art Ladders, The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. Special thanks to our producer, Taylor Kramer of Cold Shower Media. And check out our websites, ValerieAllenArt.com, ArminMersman.com, Stay creative, stay curious, and we'll see you next time.